0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome back to the Kevin Clifton show. Now, those of you who have been listening from the start, you sort of loyal listeners to the podcast will know that this year we started uh, a thing called Strictly Speaking, where I would speak to people from Strictly, pros or, or celebs or you know anyone that works on Strictly, and we would sort of look back on their series and go week by week and tell all the sort of backstage stuff that was going on or decisions that went into it or challenges and all that sort of thing. And at the end of it, I basically, at the end of every episode, I go, right, tell me who you want to hear from, whose who series would you like to hear about? And I don't think a day has gone by since we started it that I haven't had like on Instagram or Twitter or somewhere, someone go, can you please get Susan Kalman on to talk about her series? So ask and you shall receive this week. We have Wonder Woman herself, Susan Kalmer.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, gosh, it's been hard to fit it in with everything else I'm doing just now. That's the
0: problem. I'm <laughs> so busy right now.
1: <laughs> well, listen, mate, I got four loads of washing done today, so
0: <laughs> excellent work. Yeah, well done. Yes, Thank you very so much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So I I got I, get up, I get up early. Yes, so Kevin, you but, interview me. Go on then, come on. All right.
0: <laughs> You're gonna be laughing at me the whole way through, I know. But um before we start getting into like the strictly business, um obviously you know, lockdown happened and yeah. you must have had loads of work cancelled because you were filming all sorts, you were really in demand and like like different TV shows and Yes. Uh, tell me.
1: So um I mean it look this is all prefaced with the fact that uh, I'm I've, I'm lucky. I'm in my house. My family are all well. Everything's okay. So any anything I say here is a slight moan. Is simply a slight moan about things. There are bigger things in the world, but I'll just tell you my experience because I think in our industry, in the entertainment industry, things have been quite difficult because. Um, all of my filming was cancelled, well, postponed. Mm. So I was meant to start another series of Secret Scotland pretty much just after this happened, and it was postponed. And actually, we're very lucky in that we're going to start next week. Um, most of it's outside, we're socially distant, we can do it safely, that's okay. So I'm lucky in that most of my shows are outdoor kind of shows. I think if you're in studio shows, it, it could be quite difficult. The knock-on effect of that though is, because it's been a four month delay really is, that my entire year is kind of completely gone. So I don't really know what's going to happen at all. And there's only limited, I did a TV show from the bottom of my garden during lockdown, which was Mm. pretty fun and really nice to do. But unquestionably, every plan just before this started, I'd signed a contract with Channel 5. I was going to be cruising all over the world, uh, taking over from the beautiful Jane McDonald. And, you know, I was thinking, after 16 years of, of kind of working really hard, I finally made it. And then this happened. Now, we will recover, but there's definitely going to be a long period where things are difficult. Now, as I say, I'm very lucky. I will be able to get back to work at some point. And many of my friends who are working, in the, especially in live entertainment, are facing quite a precipice. Now, I mean, you and what you do in front of live audiences must be in a similar situation that none of us know what's going to happen, do we?
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I made a big decision this year in that I was, uh, I've left Strictly Come Dancing this year because I wanted to explore... My theater career a lot more, I've been doing musicals and and uh, you know getting involved in a lot more projects and then um obviously it was as you as you know it, it was strictly ballroom is, is my uh, sort of favorite thing in the world, and it was my absolutely absolute dream and, yeah. um, and I wanted to get on to be to play the lead in that show i've always wanted it, and then I finally got offered it, and it was due to start in september, and that was a a big factor in me leaving Strictly this year. I was sort of, you know, backwards and forwards with it. Um, wasn't sure which way to go. And then that happened. And I was like, right, that sort of made my decision for me. Um, and then now this has happened. Now, now they've, they've picked up the show and put it a whole year later. So we're due to open in September, 2021. Um, yeah, so ev- everything for the rest of the year gone. I was supposed to have just done a two month tour of Burn the Floor. Yeah. Um, so obviously that couldn't happen. We've postponed that for now, but we, we don't know when theatres are going to come back online. We don't know when it's going to be possible. So, uh, yeah, it's just everything's so up in the air. You just kind of feel a bit helpless, don't you? You just don't know what to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, don't, I don't know when it's going to come back online. And I'm, <laughs> I've made this massive decision this year like, this is going to be my career now. Oh, oh, oh this has happened. Yeah. Okay. Great, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's a, but it's a, it's just a, it's one of those. It's a strange thing because I remember I was in London on March the fifth, doing the one show just as this all started publicising Great British Menu, and it started, um, and then 10, 15 days later, everything stopped. Quite rightly, I have to say, quite rightly, because we're in a situation now where things are looking more positive, and the NHS wasn't overwhelmed because of what we did. But what's happening now, I think, is that people are realizing that shops are opening and pubs are opening, but there's a huge aspect of of cultural life which none of us know what's going to happen to it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So all of the people who earn money and it's a huge industry for this country, so this isn't just people mucking about. This earns mm-hmm. the West End in London and pantomime season and touring shows is a huge income driver for hotels, for the hospitality industry, never mind the people who work on the shows. Yeah. And there's a big black hole there mm-hmm. for the entertainment industry that I know people are trying to work on. I just know that friends of mine are just have no income. Yeah. I mean no income at all Mm. and it's desperate trying to see I mean the Edinburgh Fringe was cancelled which for comedians is the most important time of the year for it's a trade fair to a certain extent yeah and it's gone and I mean I'm sure my um I met a guy who said we'll look back at this time next year and think oh it doesn't seem as long but when you're living in it and I don't know about you I've never been at home this much yeah. in my life, Kevin.
2: Yeah,
0: I know.
1: In my life, Kevin. <laughs> I've never spent this long with my wife <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and I'm not used to this. So I, I don't know about you, and I think a lot of people like this, I've had huge, huge down days, Yeah. just yeah. generally. And then days where I think, oh, it's going to be fine. But they've been unquestionably, I think, like everybody. It it doesn't make sense. It's it's difficult to work out what's happening, never mind on a economic level, but on a mental health level about, especially in the beginning, worrying about family and friends and what was going to happen to them health-wise. It's just been the, the strangest time.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's awful. And, yeah, I... I've had up days and down days, like, as I'm sure everyone has, like there's some days when, when I think, look, you know, I I feel very grateful to be in the sort of situation. I mean, you know, there's always people a lot worse off um, somewhere. And and so I feel very grateful that that I'm sort of not struggling, uh, you know, at at the moment. Um, And I've had days where I think it's, eventually it'll be fine and then it's going to feel all the better when we when we get back going again and then you know this is a time where i can do that thing that i've always wanted to do i've always wanted to learn how to do that or you know um i've I've, I've always thought i'll have a go at writing so i'm you know do do a bit of writing and 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 i feel sort of positive about it all and then there are days when you think you you know you listen to some interview with someone saying the, the whole industry might collapse and there's not going to be a theater industry that means like my whole career is gone and then I go you know when am I going to be doing something again and then you start that the thought of going oh yeah I can get on with some writing I've always wanted to do that then becomes oh my god this my life depends on this and and that you hear those things about like Shakespeare wrote his three best works during a lockdown situation. And it's like, oh, you all this, <laughs> yeah. it gets so overwhelming, like this pressure of what am I going to do? And I have to do something right now, otherwise what happens? Like, and then I just go, ah, what's happened? I don't know when I'm ever going to perform again. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And those I words.
1: also think, I also think there's a certain, there's a, a huge mental health thing for, and a friend of mine who's a comedian posted about this, that, I mean, we live off adrenaline we live off the affirmation of a live audience or an audience we live off it yeah there's a reason why we're strange people who need more than the affirmation of one person to tell us we're fine kevin we put something slightly wrong with it
0: yeah and
1: yeah. for you know you're when you miss that kind of thing especially in live performance of that buzz from it um there's a physiological thing where you're missing out on actual adrenaline in your life yeah and so I think for a lot of people in musical theatre and comedy or on, on any kind of theatre, um, we're, we're missing that kind of part of our lives. And um, it's such an important thing to have culture. Um, and I know people are looking into it and it sounds devastating. You were saying um, before we started recording, Judy Dench, what did she say?
0: She said that it's, it's a really serious situation. She was in, I saw an interview yesterday that she did, and she said, um, we just don't know when theatres are going to be back again, you know, like having live performances. And, and she, she said in that interview, she said, certainly not in my lifetime, I wouldn't think. And that scared me to death. Because I'm like, what do you mean not in your lifetime? In my head, it's, you know, going to happen in 2021 or... You know, well, the earliest mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know whenever, but sh- we're not going to. Surely we're not getting to 2022 and we still haven't got theatre. Like, but I don't know. When when Judy Dench says something like that, it's mad scary. Like, so I went into it, oh my god, oh my yeah. god. And Stacey was saying to me, no, no, there's no way that they're going to let the theatre industry fail. Like, there's no, there <clears will throat> be nothing, and there will be a vaccine, and there will be there'll be ways. You know, it's it. You're, it's going to happen. That's just sort of you know worst case scenario thinking. But I don't know. I, you know, Judy Dench said it. Do
1: you know one of the worst things is um, uh, being open with you, Kevin? You and I have talked about mental health a lot in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that is often remarked upon that my wife says is that I catastrophize. And when a pandemic happened, I just went, see, the worst can happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Do so you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: She's always going, she's always going, she's, stop thinking the worst. And I'm like, like a, there's a, a, a pandemic. This.
2: <laughs>
1: you know? So the thing is, for people, for people like me who do catastrophize, there was a point where we all went, well, there you go. Told you. I told you something happened. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew so, it and yet it.
1: so it, you know it's it's just a strange thing i went out shopping today for my mum and dad um cuz i pick up their groceries cuz they're older and i was wearing my face mask as uh, i'm meant to and it's strange because the thing is you can't see people smiling mm. and it is a strange thing so i always wear my face mask cuz that's what we're told to do um but it's a strange thing because i was trying to smile at the checkout uh, people to say thank you very much for carrying on working during the pandemic and I just end up looking slightly odd because I'm kind of trying to I'm trying to smile with my <laughs> eyes to show them that I'm so but I, I, look I think I, I think it's a really it's a big thing and I don't I don't know if people and I, I, this is just my personal opinion won't notice it yet that this is gone from our lives mm. Because it's actually a short period of time, Kevin. This started mid-March. Yeah. We're mid-June. But I think there will be a realisation at some point soon, if things keep going in the way they're going, which is positive, that we're missing this part of our lives. I really do. And I, I hope that the, that people start looking into it. But the thing is, it has to be safe, Kevin, doesn't it? It has to be safe.
2: Yeah, cool. When you're
1: doing... When you're doing burn on the floor and you're dancing around in close, this is the thing about the dancing aspect specifically. Yeah, you you can't do it in a socially distant manner, can you?
0: Not, no, not. I mean, you, I mean, you can, but it's not what we do. You know, no. it, it's a lesser version of 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 what we want to do, especially ballroom and Latin dancing. You
2: mm-hmm. know,
0: you can you can grid. You could even grid a load of, say, um, hip hop dancers or something, and just have them all two meters apart and and dancing and doing things. But like ballroom ballroom dancing itself is based on and Latin dance is based on a partnership and having that connection, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, the lead and follow of it all. Oh god, what's going to happen?
1: I think. Look, I think. I think it's there's there's enough. Again, just my opinion. There's enough money in this. And I'm not talking about for people like you, Kevin. I'm talking about for the big productions that tour the world, yeah that hopefully they'll find a solution to it, yeah, because it's I, it's billions of pounds yeah. that that is that in in economies of this country, yeah, and not only that without question, I know from having been to see shows the mental health of of people is so important Mm. and things like going out to the theater or a comedy club is so important. I love podcasts. I love watching telly, but I also miss that social aspect of being in a crowd and enjoying something. Yeah, it will be, it will be okay. Yeah. I don't know when though, but it will be okay.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good news. Thanks, Susan. (laughs) Um, There was, there was a quote that I saw, I want to be careful now. when I quote this, it doesn't mean that I'm a massive fan of this person, and whatever. But you know like in, in World War II, when um, when you know, they're going out there uh, fighting, and, and there was uh, all these conversations about what money has got to go where and what we've got to save and whatever, and there was a lot of talk about arts and culture, you know, all the spending on that being cut because, you know, it's seen as like frivolous or that it's not as important as some of the real important stuff. Um, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the quote, but, like, but Churchill said uh, something like, if we don't have arts and culture and entertainment in industry, then we haven't got a country to come back to after this. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so mm-hmm. it's like vitally important. Um, I'm only commenting on that. I'm not saying anything about any wider context to do with Churchill. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that that um about no that look
1: one of the greatest things that we produce um is fantastic television film theater um comedy mm. and i friends of mine who are in the industry are continuing to try their absolute best you know friends of mine who work in wardrobe and makeup and you know so it's not just us, it's an entire industry full of people who rely on what we do yeah. um, that are behind the scenes. You only have to look at something like Strictly to know that it's not the people on the stage who are the important people. Mm. It's every single other person who's making it happen. The band, <clears throat> makeup, costume, everybody. Yeah. So when people kind of moan about people, and I'm not moaning about what's happened, it's not just us. There's hundreds of thousands of people who are affected by this as well in an industry yeah. which um, has been quite badly affected by it. Yeah. And I think yeah. television, television's getting back on its feet and starting yeah. to film again, you know, without question. Uh, but the live stuff is the stuff that, that seems to be falling behind a little bit, I think.
0: Yeah. And speaking of Strictly, what an excellent segue. <laughs> well, that's great, Kevin. You're a pro. Yes um yes. but i'm i'm exci- i'm sort of excited to watch it this year actually one because like after seven years on the show i'm not i'm I'm not in it and i'm gonna get to watch it as a fan um this year but two like just how they're gonna go about it and you know because i'm a, I, I have no idea but i imagine there'll be no audience um you know things like uh, how many celebrities are going to be how are the numbers going to you know, like you read things every day about oh, are they going to have to quarantine for a while before doing it and you know how they're going to go about the the whole thing how they're going to go about the pro group numbers for example um but you know that they're they're an awesome team that come up with you know very creative ideas so i'm just really excited to see what they come up with it's, yeah,
1: it's difficult it's difficult because there's different articles every single day in the newspapers about what they're planning on doing and
2: hmm.
1: um that there might be an audience around cabaret tables Remember when you go on youtube and you see the first series of strictly yeah, 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 when yeah. people were were sitting and it looks really odd when you look at it now because there are people sitting around tables
2: yeah yeah
1: that's an op- that's an option because then you can separate people so it could look right. quite like yeah. the yeah, if people are listening and they haven't looked at YouTube clip of strictly before it became the show it is now, it's quite it's quite strange to watch. Yeah. When it first started.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's quite um it's just so different, isn't it? With people sitting in little tables around the side.
0: Yeah, yeah. It is just like a little um a little bar isn't it like a little jazz cafe or something <laughs> <These> little <laughs> circular tables and then people just come on the back and what i noticed as well is that say like after the vt you know let's say how they got on in training then it could they go all oh, right next onto the floor is x and y and and they just sort of walk out you see them walk out onto the floor from the back and just stand there Ready to start their dance. Whereas like now it's all there's a lot more production and you come out of the V T to like someone coming down from the ceiling and already in in dance, you know, like there's something already happening. It's like they just walk onto the floor and sort of set up and just stand there and then the music starts and they sort of might do a little bit of a turn and then come together and put their hands up and then start dancing. It's like Then off they go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, or, or the, the fanciest thing would, that would happen is either the man or the woman would be sitting at one of the tables talking to an audience member. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest production that would happen. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think, I think uh, they'll find a solution because they want an audience, and there is a solution there. I think. Um, I, I think my only concern would be part of the biggest reason why Strictly is exciting is. The wonderful, extraordinary makeup and the wonderful, extraordinary costumes, mm. and the hour that I spent in makeup getting my eyes done or whatever was brilliant. Mm. So I think again, on screen it, it may look it may look kind of the same, but also the band, everything. You know, I really hope they managed to get it right. Yeah, I have to say, and this will probably end up in the newspapers, Kevin. Uh oh. I'm not sure I would have wanted to quarantine with my dance partner 24 hours a day.
0: Oh, what? I'd have been a great quarantine partner. Now, (laughs)
1: let me say that this is why. As you know, Kevin, things can get a bit tense, Yeah. right? Mm. If you imagine doing some of the rehearsals, and then having to go home with the person, if yeah. you'd had one of your arguments, Yeah. right? Yeah. I think, it, imagine not having a break from strictly at all, if you yeah. lasted 10, 12 weeks. Yeah. So it's not about, it's not that I don't love you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you know as well as I do, that there are times that it gets a bit tense yeah. in there. Mm. And you need to just go, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go away for a minute. We're just gonna do something else. I mean, I loved it when I came home on a Sunday morning on the train to London and we had a me and I had a curry and you went away and then I would see you again on a Monday and it was like, Oh, I've had twenty four hours off, fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Because you do you do need because it's such an overwhelming experience being on the show. Yeah. That I just don't, I just don't know if I could have. It would have been okay with you, I think. But <laughs> as, long as, as long as we weren't in bunk beds or anything, as long as you don't have to share a room with your dance partner, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that would be quite difficult because, you know, we are not one of them, but there are documented cases of people not enjoying their dance partner.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And imagine,
0: imagine. that. <laughs> imagine. imagine you don't get on with your partner and you stuck with them.
1: <laughs> I think it would be so. Look, I, I, don't, I, I, I would have probably, and again, this is just me being honest, even though it's not honest, because it, it strictly, when strictly asked you to do it, you do it. Yeah. But I, I, I would have, I think that's the bit I would find difficult because, as well, I mean, it's because I don't live in London. Mm. so at that point and I don't think Lee would be allowed to come down and see the show and I wouldn't have had the support network that I had
2: yeah, yeah. I think
1: and I, one thing I learned during Strictly is you need a heck of a lot of support
0: yeah 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 well, Lee was Lee was amazing join Strictly um, yeah your wife Lee she she was like I, I remember there, there was one week I can't remember which week it was but we both got really stressed out and and we're just, you know, like when you're at your wits end and you're both just like, ah, like this. And Lee turned up about half an hour later with some soup. And yeah, we, and we all soup. Yeah, and we all sat down and just had like, like, she poured us out some soup in these bowls and she brought like a couple of party snacks, like <laughs> some little plastic cups and with some orange juice or something, and we had like a little, <laughs> a little soup and orange juice lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then everything yeah. was fine again. It was just like, <laughs> it really was so.
1: Absolutely. Brutal. Because the thing is, the thing that I wasn't prepared for generally and strictly was how tired you are. Mm. I've never been more tired in my entire life, especially by after Blackpool, because Blackpool was such an exhausting week. Yeah. it's it, You're just exhausted. You're just exhausted with everything, with everything that's happening. Yeah. yeah and yeah. travelling up and down from Glasgow to London. I just, I was, I was looking forward to the physical exertion, but I didn't think I realised how tiring it was because when you do it, you don't realise that on Fridays it's the dress, and then on Fridays it's the band, then on Saturdays it's the dress, then it's the run through, then it's the show, yeah. then it's the results
0: show. Relentless. And it's
1: just, it's exhausting, isn't it?
0: <clears throat> relentless. With Blackpool in particular, I'm, I'm just, there's, honestly, there's someone outside, like he has not stopped mowing his lawn for this entire lockdown and it is, I, I, there's, there's, there's no lawn left to mow. I don't, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just closing that door. Um, yeah. when, when you say about, about uh, Blackpool, um, I, I always think with Blackpool that, I think there's such a build-up to Blackpool, like there's such a, there's so much emphasis <clears throat> on it and everyone wants to get to Blackpool, That Blackpool kind of feels yeah. like final. Like once you get yeah. there and you go there and do your big performance with extra dancers and everything, at Blackpool in that big ballroom, it's like yes, that's it, we did it, and Blackpool. And then suddenly, there's a realization of, oh, we got to, that's not it. We've got to carry on. We've got to just keep going as we were doing more training. We've got to go back down to London and and, mm-hmm. and and the next week. And and that's that's when a particular tiredness, like exhaustion, really kicks in because it mm-hmm. feels like suddenly, like you've done it. And it, I don't know. It's it's like it's like being in the FA Cup final and then going, oh, but we have to keep playing after the season's not finished. Like, yeah, I I always feel exhausted after Blackpool.
1: And it gets cold, it gets cold and it gets dark and it's, you know, in the beginning in September time, it's fine because it's still sunny and it's warm and everyone's happy and then suddenly everyone starts getting colds and flu and (laughs) everyone's a bit miserable about things and um, it just becomes slightly difficult and the VT team bless them continually try and come up with a new idea for you to do (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a hilarious training room joke to do. And it's just it's quite it's quite difficult. It's quite difficult. Um, And I don't think anything can ever prepare you for the realisation that you're absolutely more tired than you've ever been in your entire life. Yeah, yeah, and everything hurt. Everything hurt. My elbow's never been the same since uh, the samba, <laughs> since I ripped it out twisting oh, you around. God,
2: <laughs> oh no!
1: <laughs> and I always, I always remember being in absolute agony doing that on the show that night. I'm thinking, I think I've just, I think I've just ripped my elbow out, and I'm dressed as Wonder Woman. This is quite awkward. <laughs>
0: I remember when we came back so. to the tour um, and we were doing like the tour um, rehearsals and, and and you were going like, like this, I went, I went you're all right? And you went, oh, you know, tinnitus. I was like, you got tinnitus, like, how long has that been going on? And you just went, oh, strictly. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> it's so loud. It's so,
1: everything is so loud <laughs> and you do it again and again and it's just, but you know, it's it's I I with some with some pride I have a dodgy elbow for the rest of my life (laughs) from that so but again it's so strange and and you get your session with the trainer on a Friday which was a godsend Mm. uh, where I got a bit of acupuncture when I tore my ACL at one point in the (laughs) cha-cha um and you know I remember having uh uh, and I'm sure I can say this isn't a problem. I was strapped up, my knee was all strapped up for the chat cha because I'd mm. really hurt it,
2: mm. uh,
1: if you recall. And I remember doing the dress rehearsal and uh, it, words came down from the box that my plaster was too visible. So two makeup girls had to get on their knees and paint my, my taping so that no one knew I'd hurt my knee. And just standing there going... Yeah, well,
0: right. um, nope, no problem. <laughs> so, to go yeah. to the beginning, this might end up being a two-podcast um, chat, I think, because right. <laughs> I yep. kind of knew it would, because I know me and you. But, um, yeah. so, what made you, in 2017, you, you ended up doing Strictly. What made you um, want to do it? Had you been asked before to do it? Or, like, was that, was that the first time that, that, that they'd asked you to do it? Uh, like, why... How and why did you end up doing Strictly? So
1: um, what happens is, and this isn't the same for everyone, but you have to understand is everyone's Strictly journey is different. Mm. Some people are approached by the BBC, I suspect. Some people get on their knees and beg. Yeah. So <laughs> um, my, uh, I think what happens is that an email kind of goes round in January or February. And again, I'm not sure if this is true. This is just what I think happens. Two agents saying, do any of your clients fancy doing Strictly? If so, tell us. And I said to Vivian, and I'd always said to Vivian, I'm only allowed to do two reality TV shows, Kevin. My wife will only let me do two. Okay. Strictly and MasterChef.
0: Strictly and MasterChef. Because
1: apparently all of the others will reveal my true personality, (laughs) so she won't let me do them. (laughs) So... Um, I'd said that to Vivian, so Vivian, my lovely agent Vivian Clore, who's absolutely fantastic, mm. said to them, "Yes, Susan Fancy's doing it." So I met um, two of the producers in a hotel in London in a very secretive lunchtime meeting, where I basically pitched why I would be good for
0: Strictly. Right. Basically,
1: I tried to sell myself.
0: You told, you, you lied to I them. You had loads of dance experience, and
1: <laughs> no, I said, I said, look. I'm a super fan. I'll throw myself into it. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Let, basically, please just let me do it. I mean, it was embarrassing. I'll be honest, it was embarrassing because I was just like, please let me do it, please let me do it. And then, and this is what I mean about other people strictly journey. So this was mine. I heard nothing and thought, well, that's that. Maybe another time, no problem at all. And I was in Brighton doing a corporate and this was very late on, Kevin. I've told you this before. This was July Uh, an email from Vivian saying Strictly would like you to do the show and I was like oh right okay of course of course I'll do it of course I'll do it you don't say I don't I wouldn't say no to it because I'm not the kind of person who they're going to pursue for years you know I'm not a spice girl Kevin (laughs) so I said yes of course I'll do it and we have to cancel my autumn tour which I did because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and then it all, I had to code, it was Greek gods every year was the code name. So I was Talia, the goddess of comedy, I think was my okay. code name. And I genuinely didn't know anyone else that was doing the show until it was released into the papers. So mm. That's absolutely true. It's completely yeah, secret. Okay. Didn't know anyone. And then when we all got together the first time, so what happens is the first time we all met was at that place.
0: I can't remember where it was. Um, That's, um, yeah it's changed That's a different, yeah it's a different place now so I, I, yeah I can't remember it but that yeah we all
1: we all met up and I ended up standing in a room with Debbie McGee and Gemma and all of these people and I remember one of the other people said oh yes I mean I, I, when I was asked back in uh, March I thought and I went okay so I was a late addition to the show then. <laughs> and it is still I, I still think I was a quite late addition to the 2017 lineup, right which is fine I don't care I got to do it, and I loved it. Um, and so, but it was very strange, because that's the point where it becomes real when you're standing in a room with all of these people. I mean, I grew up watching Debbie McGee on the television. Mm. And suddenly she was there. And the only person I knew was Richard, Reverend Richard Poles, Yeah. Because our paths had crossed in Radio 4 comedy.
2: yeah,
1: And I didn't know anyone else. And I was hugely mm. intimidated and terrified. And it was, it was quite something. And then suddenly Tess and Claudia appear, and there's cameras, and you lot appear. And it's just, (laughs) and the most important thing about that first experience is you know they're watching you. Yeah. Because they're trying to see who you're going to be paired up with. And that was the most important thing.
0: Yeah. They're looking like, I think that they're looking like to see if there's any. People sort of click if there's any chemistry, and they think, "Oh, that would actually be a good partnership." I'm sure that like they've probably put it down on paper first, like what they think will probably be the partnerships. But then they have a look, see, oh, actually, maybe that one with that one, and that one with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. all the pros are thinking the same. Like we feel like we're mm-hmm. being watched, and and, and we're like, oh, I, I, I don't know, like what they're thinking, and we're, we're all conscious and and. And I don't know whether this happens, but I think from what from what I've heard, I think that like the producers do talk to the celebs a little bit and, and sort of go, you know, is there anyone that you felt, you know, maybe you would like to have as a partner or not like for any reason, or you know, like that, that there's a little bit of a conversation. So and our worst nightmare is that like someone's gonna say, I really don't want Kevin. Don't put me with Kevin. <laughs> that's a
2: nightmare, <laughs> and I hate
0: that. Like, so we're all sort of like. On our best behavior but like trying to make a good impression and i'm i don't know in, in like a big loads of people um situation in a crowd i'm not the most like sort of confident outgoing person i'm not like leader of the of the pack kind of a person um so um it's always an awkward one for me because i'm always a bit like i want i want people to want to dance with me like it, it nice for me if people say oh i'd like to dance with kevin to the producers rather than i'd rather not dance with kevin like but um but then i feel like i'm with cameras there i'm also having to go hey how are you i'm kevin yeah woo!" Like, mm-hmm. and and it's not very me um but when but when like i can't remember if we danced together in that group routine or not no you weren't lucky enough no um
1: I remember, I'll clearly remember, and I love your sister, even though I've not met her, but I remember your sister's critique of my performance in that first group dance, and it was not positive, Kevin. Oh, really? I <laughs> remember, she, remember she wrote, she wrote in a Radio Times blog something about, and listen, I agree with her. I, I was, I, it was the first time I'd worn heels, and I hated them. And I remember seeing Debbie, Joe, um, someone at Aston, um Aston. Aston. dancing <laughs>
0: yeah and
1: going oh well this is there's no point what alex burke because oh, <laughs> alex burke it was
0: unbelievable
1: I, mean, we, I, was, I remember standing with simon i think it was simon and richard and the three of us joined kind of joined together in this like club of people who were terrified and just watching everyone thinking well that's been lovely hasn't it um, <laughs> because, <laughs> Because And it's fair enough, I don't have any problem with people being exceptionally good dancers because Strictly Come Dancing is about all levels of dance. It's not about just beginners. It's about lots of different things. So it's not that I have a problem with it, but I do remember going, okay, this is quite tricky. And I was terrible because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was dancing with Gorka, I think. I danced mostly with Gorka. Now, Gorka is not my type, as you know. He's He's a man. And what <laughs> I had never encountered, apart from yourself, Kevin, obviously, a physical specimen like that in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, he's 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 incredible. And we're just standing, going, "This is the strangest thing I've ever done in my entire life." I'm dancing with this incredibly ripped, handsome man, badly. <laughs> so, it was, I was terrible. I mean, there's no question I was terrible. And I have no, uh, there's no problem about saying, if you look at that first group routine, to foot loose. It was terrible. I was terrible. No problem. And, and I, just thinking, <laughs> I just kept thinking, I just kept thinking, your sister said it. She was right. I ke- I just kept thinking, it'll get better when I'm dancing with somebody and we've got time to do it. Because, yeah. again, was it Jason, Jason taught us the routine, I think. And I was, uh, he just kept saying, and he's a lovely fellow, this is not a criticism.
0: Mm, no, he's right, this
1: is, how, this is how you do it. And he would wave his hands, and then I'd go, oh no, nope, nope. <laughs> I need time, I need repetition to do things. So yeah. um, so that, that first group routine was not, was not, I was not good. I was terrified. That show was pre-recorded, so at least I knew it was pre-recorded that show the first one mm. but it was terrible. and no we weren't dancing together. i can't remember you were dancing with I can't
0: who remember. Did you dance with I can't remember I haven't watched it back. Someone who listening listened to this will will uh watch the group number of twenty-seven yeah. and, and and let me let us know because I, I I didn't yeah watch, it was honestly,
1: just. I remember me and Richard standing beside the judge's desk being instructed to kind of wiggle about a bit <laughs> and barely manage it. <laughs> I think they pegged quite quickly on that, that my dance expertise was not high. So um, <laughs> it, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't great. And I was really frightened. I was really frightened. But everyone um, was lovely. I remember Pasha, Pasha's a sweetheart.
0: Yeah, lovely guy.
1: And he was so sweet with me. He, I think, I think everyone agrees that backstage, Pasha was one of the sweetest fellas in the world. Yeah, for sure. And he would always make... He, like, if he saw me struggling, he'd walk over and talk to me about it. And he was just... Pasha was a real uh, solid rock, yeah. I think, when I was there. He was such a sweet fella.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. But then I remember... I remember there was one point where me and you were like stood in the corner. I don't know if we were like coming on from the same corner or something. And we just ended up chatting. And we quickly discovered that both of us are sort of geeks for anything. Yeah, nerds. We started talking about Game of Thrones. We were talking about um, Harry Potter. We were talking Mm -hmm. about uh, like Star Wars, video games, like anything sort of geek we started chatting oh yeah and do you like this and yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, and, and what do you think is going to happen with that and, and we just sort of I remember like we really just hit it off in that conversation and um I remember the celeb booker at the time and um, she's not as strictly now but um uh, it was a girl called Vinnie and she I, I remember like you we'd had that chat and we we're like chatting away and chatting away and then I became conscious that like we were being watched <laughs> and um and you went on to the floor to do like your bit and, and I and I was still stood there and I and I turn around and I just remember Vinny sort of like giving me a little smile and raising her eyebrows and and and, and I just went, Yeah, yeah, I can't remember mm-hmm. really well. And so I wondered like if we would be partnered together, but we don't know, like we never know until that moment of, of the launch show.
1: No, and I, I think I, people have asked me this a lot and people don't believe me. So I'd like to firmly say this for the mm. record. I had said in that very first interview where I begged to be on the show that I wanted to dance with you because I thought, and this is the reason, and I've said it before, I thought with every partner you'd had, whatever their capabilities, you brought out the best in them and choreographed according to who you were dancing with Mm. as opposed to some some of the other dancers who maybe hadn't done that as much. And so I wanted, given that I couldn't dance, I wanted to be with somebody who I thought would pay attention to that.
2: Mm.
1: And so I had asked for that, and I I did my pre-Strictly interview on telly, and I said that I had a picture of you on my fridge, which I did, and I wanted you. Now, that is no guarantee, because I remember also thinking, wouldn't it be funny if the show broadcast me saying how much I wanted to dance with you, and then I didn't dance with you? That would also have been (laughs) quite good telly, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I absolutely did not know that I was dancing with you at all, Mm. that whole time. And then on the the launch show, um, it was me and Alex were the last. Yeah. And it was Gorka and you that was left. Yeah. And I remember standing with Alex, because, of course, they'd broadcast it, hadn't it? I would stand, Kevin, I think he's amazing. And (laughs) I was standing there literally going, Oh, don't you dare. Don't you. uh, Don't you dare do this to me. Don't you dare. And then they said it was you and it was like fantastic, brilliant, wonderful. And it was the reason I was so emotional when they announced your name was I was so frightened. And I'd gone well with you and I thought this is going to be fine. Because that, in my view, and we talked about this a lot, Mm. Strictly is not about the celebrity or the dancer the pro. It's about the two of them together.
0: Mm, the partnership. Yeah.
1: And that is what makes Strictly such a brilliant show. Yeah. Because you'll see partnerships that just go brilliantly, partnerships that don't go brilliantly, and you watch it for that interaction. Mm. And your own enjoyment of the show is dependent on who you're dancing with as well. Without question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so whatever the rumours are about people choosing their partners or whatever, I certainly did not have any prior knowledge before no. that moment mm. that we were going to be dancing together?
0: No, and, no, and, and so uh, no.
1: yeah, and so I think it, people well, again, from my point of view, should be assured that that is it's pre-recorded simply because it's such a long show and there's lots of things that happen in it. It's not yeah. pre-recorded for any sinister reason. No, and then so then we're stuck together. Yes, and then the bizarrest thing happens is that you go home. And then on the Monday, you turn up at a dance studio and you're meant to start.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> and we were training in up in Glasgow. Obviously, I was told mm-hmm. you, know, you you'll be getting the train to Glasgow. So my week every week was because we have a pro rehearsals on a Monday morning. So I would I would have pro rehearsals and then go straight to um well, sometimes, yeah, the airport, sometimes it was a train, sometimes it was sometimes, oh, high up,
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: um, and up to Glasgow, and then we'd do sort of whatever we could, wh- whatever hours we could get on, on the Monday, but, of course, you were mad busy too, especially, like, that first half of Strictly, I remember, because you were filming different things. I, I remember, like, the first few weeks, If it might not have been every day, but it felt like you were, we, we'd start sometimes at, like, six in the morning, and go till like nine or something. And then you'd go straight to the TV studio, film all day a whole um, TV program. And then you'd come back to me and do like sort of whatever we could manage till like 10 at night, 11 at night for a few hours.
1: Yes. So what happened was from the very first show, as in the first um, uh, Beanie's Wolves. I was picked up and driven through the night to Glasgow on the Saturday night. Mm. And I filmed three episodes a day of a television show called Armchair Detectives. So we rehearsed from six till half eight in the morning. And then from seven to ten in the evenings.
2: Yeah.
1: And then uh, we got the sleeper to London on the Thursday night. And then I was driven back home on the Saturday night. And I worked all day Sunday to the next week. So the first two weeks of Strictly, I was, uh, we were dancing. So That was Charleston and, what was the other? What was week three? Wonder Woman.
2: Wonder Woman, yeah.
1: Um, we were rehearsing, and I remember you got a cold or something as well, so you weren't well. Mm. And you stayed in the uh, glamorous budget hotel beside the BBC.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Got up danced with me, went back to bed, got back up again, danced in the evening. Yeah. So it was pretty, it was pretty stressful. It was pretty it was stressful, on. actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But that first number, so we had Beanie's Waltz to um, Mad About the Boy. Um, yes. That was quite a late, um, like normally I feel like they're very prepared for um, sort of week one. They've got all these ideas, like, like they've got the first couple of weeks planned out this dance and that dance but i think that one changed actually at the at the last minute and and it was because like you'd made such a deal of going oh i want to dance with kevin and all of this (laughs) um and you said there was a picture of me on your fridge Um, so then the idea changed at last minute and i think it was jason that came up with the song he's because we go into like a meeting with the dance team you know what ideas have you got and we throw ideas around and i think it was jason said why don't because she said this why don't we do um, this song, Mad About the Boy, and I'd never heard it, actually. Um, uh, but I think we're even going to be doing, like, a whole different dance. But I said you should definitely... Yeah, do...
1: it was, was it not meant to be... It was a tango or something we were meant to start <laughs> with, or it was something else, it was something like that. And um, I said that I thought it would be quite good fun just because um, I'd I cried when I met you like an idiot and blah, 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 that it would be quite... You know, we could, we could have a bit of fun with it. And also, it seemed to me that starting with the I know people say the Viennese waltz is difficult and it is, but a waltz was something I could cope with mm. I had walt- I, I, I I'd waltz before as in there's part, there's waltz steps in Scottish country dancing, so I did, I'd at least encountered it as a an idea
0: yeah, yeah, I mean what it was
1: and I remember the first time we came up, we were in a small dance studio in Glasgow, and we told them, no you, this isn't going to work because the Viennese waltz is such a a big dance that we couldn't do it where we were, and they mm-hmm. found us. Uh, Pollockshaw's Borough Hall. Big shout yeah. out to Pollockshaw's Borough Hall. Yeah. Which is just down the road from where I live, and they happened to have a sprung ballroom sitting there.
0: Yeah, it was like a proper ballroom, wasn't it? <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Like, well, try this. Try this place, and we walked in and went. Well, yeah, this is per. This is perfect. Yeah. It's like Strictly Studio in it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it was, it was wonderful.
1: And people kept wandering in and having their lunch watching us. Do you remember when people used to wander in and have their lunch? They're kind of...
0: But so, well, I, I encourage people on the podcast to like w- watch along on YouTube as we discuss the dances. So, so like, on, on this week one, if, if you're watching now like with this Viennese waltz, um, obviously we started off... We had a, uh, the big poster in the background. It was set up like you were at the cinema with the popcorn, and watching like this sort of old school movie star yeah. on TV. And it was Luba, it was uh,
1: Luba. Luba yeah. was in the picture with you.
0: Yeah, we did a little photo shoot with Luba to be this like old school movie poster. And then I came out acting like a prat. Um and, <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. looked you like dropping your popcorn, which was hilarious. And then uh, but then as we got into the choreography, because we wanted it to be camp and fun and over the top. Um but then as we got to the choreography, because obviously you know I knew that you were a beginner you weren't like some sort of stage school trained dancer um um i like to choreograph so so that it's not just in like so with vini's waltz it's um three beats to buy you're going one two three one two three one two three and i especially for the bits before we get into the hold i like to choreograph quite musically so so i spend time like listening to the music and picking out little instruments like so it would go, ah oh, mad about the boy. And ding ding And I'll hear those like gung gang gang. And I start to think, right, we could do like four different separate movements to that gang um, gang which will make it more musical. But because you were because you were saying, you know, I'm such a beginner, I was like, do I just really, do I really simplify it and not do that? Or do I see where we can get? And I actually thought, like, I thought i'll I'll choreograph something to it um, and and see how we go like in 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 the first couple of sessions, just see how you take to it and and whatever and I actually thought in my head that what I'd choreographed when I came in would be slightly too complicated musically, but I thought we'll we'll, we'll do it anyway, but then you did it and 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 I remember feeling really excited at that moment because um you were very like, you just wanted repetition, like you said, repetition. Like you were going just, let's do it again, let's do it again, let's do it again, let's do it again. again." Like it kept going like that. And I remember being really surprised that you just really wanted to um, stick at that thing that I'd I'd choreographed. And it wasn't a case of like, nah, I'm never gonna do that. You know, like, and Mm -hmm. that's the which I don't know, in my head I thought because you you were a beginner, you weren't a a trained dancer. I thought, yeah, like that will be too complicated, but let's just see how it goes. But, um, but but we
1: have very similar ideas about the performance of a piece, though. Hmm. This is the thing. I think that was the thing, that whether or not I was able to do it, I got what you were trying to do with it. Because hmm. from start to finish, you're telling the story of something. And all of those kind of, not Fosse-like, but the kind of, those kind of little, that's why I love Fosse's choreography, because hmm. they are little bits that happen here and there. Yeah. And I may not have been able to do it, but I loved watching it. And so I could get what you were trying to do. And so I seem to remember, if again, if you're watching along at home, um, I do a bit on the chair where I go, where I put my hands on the chair and then stand up and it was choreographed to the music. Yeah. And then I I, I yeah. ran along and my, my feet like I was a, a cartoon cat swimming along. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, And I remember very clearly that first point, because no one expected anything from me. We've said it before, odds on favourite to go, first of all. Mm -hmm. But when I got, when we got into hold, and I know, the one thing I absolutely know is that I was not the flower in the vase everyone was hoping for. My back does not bend hugely well. So my posture was never great. But when I did that first step and I twirled, I think I heard the audience go, ooh. Yeah. Because... Because you tried to choreograph a proper waltz for me, we weren't a joke. We weren't yeah, doing a yeah. comedy routine.
0: Yeah. I and
1: I remember hearing the audience.
0: Yeah. I, I, I remember us talking a lot, saying like, they want us to be fun, but, but the difference is like, let's be fun, but we don't have to be funny. Like we don't have yes. to set out to try and do comedy. But we were talking about, but yes. we do want it to feel fun. To the audience,
1: absolutely. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. But I always wanted to try and dance. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I think I think that first routine was perfect because we were showing that we were trying to dance. Mm-hmm. Now I'll never forget. I don't know what the score was. I'm sure it was brilliant. I can. Tell I you. always remember. You got- was it? Was it? Craig Bruno at this point was very confused about me. If you recall. <laughs> And I believe he even said, I don't know what you are or something like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because he thought I was going to be funny and I wasn't funny. Do you know what I mean? And he'd been told I was a comedian, but he didn't get it. And Craig, I think, said that my leg popped up like a mushroom at like the end. Yeah, I'll never forget a- that. <laughs> um, but I mean, I was, del- I was delighted because we'd done the first dance. I'd remembered the first dance.
0: What was our score? So we got three, five, five, five. So the three from Craig. Craig. There <laughs> he is,
1: straight
0: away. Craig, straight Craig. away. Yeah. 3
1: five.
0: Um, no, I'm looking at the wrong one here. No. All oh,
1: right, okay. I'm looking
0: at the wrong week. No. We no, we got five, 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 five. We got four fives. That's all right.
1: Which is, which is fine. Yeah. and I think if you look, I think if you look back at that as a first dance, it was absolutely fine, given that. Yeah. I always, yeah. and again, when you're standing, I always remember. i we used to do it every time the lovely Chizzy. Uh, do you remember the? And I always used to go Chizzy Akadilu, and we'd go yeah, right, yeah, we're yeah. ready to go because we've heard Chizzy's name, Chizzy Akadilu, and yeah, up, yeah, went up yeah, the yeah. stairs, and it would say the flags for and, and as you're standing at the bottom of those stairs, waiting to go up, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's live. This is that was the first live show, and all I wanted was not to, to remember it, to do it, to get out there. And it was Shirley's first year. Do you remember it was Shirley's first year, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was.
1: And no one quite knew how she was going to judge things or what was going to yeah. happen, yeah. And so everyone was a bit nervy because no one quite knew what Shirley was going to be like. And and uh, my first encounter with Craig Revel Horwood, who is an absolute diamond. And I love Craig,
2: Yeah, yeah. and I've been
1: on a cruise with Craig, but on the show, he, and we will come on to it, I'm absolutely sure, can be (laughs) an utter bugger.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm just looking at these scores for week one, right? So Craig has given us a five. He gave Gemma and Aliash a four. He gave Brian Brian and Amy a three. He gave Alex and Gorka a five. Simon and Karen
1: no, are three. No, shut up. Yeah. Alex and Gorka are And Alex and Gorka
0: are the same mark on week one. Yeah, Simon and Karen are three. Charlotte and Brendan are five. Chizzy and Pasha are four. Johnny and Oti are four. Um, was, uh, uh, Ruth and Anton are three. Reverend Richard and Diane are two. Molly, King and AJ are four. So you're not quite a few people below us. The only ones that he marked higher than us was Aston, Davood, Debbie McGee, and Joe McFadden.
1: Well, I'll tell you why that's ridiculous. And again, I preface this with, I love you. I love you more than you can possibly imagine, Craig Horwood. It's that Alexander Burke has never done anything that's a five in our life.
0: No, <laughs> right? never. It was pretty
1: Alexander Burke is a goddess who's never done anything that's a five in her life. All right, yeah. and th- that that is an example of why Strictly gets people very angry, though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the fact that that my Viennese Waltz and anything that Alexander Burke has done is the same level is completely ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, I had my first example of what it's like to have Craig Revel Horwood sneering at me in his pantomime way that he does. Yeah. Uh, Bruno, completely confused as to what was happening. I mean, he was genuinely, if you look at that first dance and if you manage to see Bruno's comments, he's genuinely perplexed as to what's happening. He doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) There's this this strange Scottish lesbian dancing with a man she said she loves. He is confused. (laughs) Uh, But we got through it. First week, no one goes home. Yeah. No problem. Up up until that point it's quite a lot of fun. We've had two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Great. So what happens is again for people at home you're t- we we knew what our second dance was in advance didn't yeah. we because yeah. they they have to work out who they can't have everyone doing a charleston one week or you know so they do mix it up. And we were told that our next dance was the charleston.
2: Charleston. Yes.
1: Now, this is the start of, again, this is simply Kevin and I stripped the journey. I was completely involved with every choice of song and dance (laughs) and said no to anything I didn't like. Yeah. Because I figured that by the time I was on the show, they couldn't fire me, so why not? (laughs) So we came up with a great number of the concepts for the dances, didn't we? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it came from us. We, we were very like collaborative. We'd be, when I'd be up in Glasgow, sometimes I'd, um, you know, you and Lee would invite me over to, like for dinner and play PlayStation. And, um, and we'd be stood in your kitchen going, what about this? What about that? Like that, and Lee as well, like throwing out ideas. It's like, oh, if we do that? Yeah, it was a real
1: like, So, so this, one, this one came from the fact that I was a lawyer. Mm. And um, so that's where the whole, you were my defense attorney. Yeah. Saying if he knew Susie like I knew Susie. Yeah. And so that's, that's it all came about from that discussion. So that whole concept was us saying, because we were given the song and we thought, what can we do with the song to make it interesting? Yeah. Because bearing in mind the big budget weeks on strip play are movies, Halloween. And, and apart from that, you have to work with what you've got. You know they don't have a huge amount of money to throw at you,
2: hmm.
1: so we came up with this. Now I was so looking forward to this because I love the Charleston. It's one of yeah. my favourite dances, um, and it was. This was the week we were filming the TV show, and it was horrific because Matt. It was lovely Matt,
2: Matt Flint. lovely Matt, yeah, yep.
1: lovely Matt. Monday night <laughs> ran about a room, showed us it, and then went. <laughs> And it was 7,000 miles an hour. And I genuinely wanted to die. <laughs> because... Do you know what a minute and a half actually is when you're looking? A minute and a half, people think, is nothing. But how many steps do you do in a minute and a half?
0: Oh, no idea. Like, no idea. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot longer than you think when you've got to do it.
1: Yeah. So, what we always did was you slowed down the music, mm. if you recall.
2: Yeah, on my app.
1: And we would then speed it up gradually. Yeah. So that I learned the steps and we sped it up gradually. And so <clears throat> that was... And about Wednesday, you said, stop trying to do the swivel, you can't do it, let's just go on with the dance, because I couldn't do the swivel.
0: <laughs> so I said? <laughs> yeah. Stop trying to do the swivel.
1: Look, it doesn't matter. I think you said, I think you said, (laughs) Craig will hate it anyway. Let's not bother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go out and entertain.
1: Yeah, I think that's what you said. You said Craig's not going to like it. Even if you do the best swivel in the world, he's not going to like it. So let's just go out and have fun. Yeah. Why bother? So it was a fairly frenetic routine. I loved it. I loved it. And it was really fast. And it was really, it was fantastic. Um, What were our scores, Kevin?
0: So we got three, six, seven, six. So So. who's that? Shirley. Yes. Shirley must have given us a seven. But Craig gave us a three. No. (laughs)
1: I literally I literally slid under a table in that routine. I couldn't have thrown anything more at that damn thing <laughs> than I did. I was all over the place. <laughs> and actually when you look at it, we are in sync. I mean it's pretty yeah. good. The the bits That's that we're doing.
0: Dance. Yeah. Yeah. If you're watching it have now, yeah. I watched it today. It's a great dance.
1: Great dance. The swivel's not there, but as we know, we <laughs> would hate it anyway, so why bother? Exactly. Look. <laughs> Sometimes on Strictly, you've got a choice to make as to whether or not you try and get a swivel right or whether or not you just try and have fun. So, and I remember at that point really being nervous because that's the first week that the public votes
2: count. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And we were announced quite early on that we were okay. Yeah. Because if you watch the show, you'll notice later on they kept leaving Kevin and I till last because they were, they liked seeing me cry. <laughs> so we were up in the balcony, and that week it was Chizzy and someone else in the bottom.
0: I can't remember. And Brian and Amy. The
1: be- Brian and Amy. Yeah. And at that point, the beautiful Chizzy left. Yeah. Um, and it was a big blow because Chizzy was a huge personality and a kind woman. And such fun. She was such a presence. And it was so shocking because at that point you think, well, okay, that's right. Okay. My God, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Driven through the night to Glasgow. Next week we have...
0: <laughs> Movie week. And I, I remember being in your, like one of these examples in your kitchen in, in Glasgow. And we're just throwing out as many movies as we can think of. Like, I'm thinking of like iconic women and, and thinking what can we do what we've thrown so many ideas out and then at some point one of us is that like, can you remember who said it i can't remember who came up with it but like i one think one it was us. lee actually i think might it might have been lee. lee yeah
1: yeah i think it was my wife who actually said because and this is something which is important as well in terms of what you're like you wanted to have a film where the woman was actually the lead and we were trying yeah. to think of films where the woman was actually because as the I'm going to use the word celebrity loosely. Um, As a celebrity, you wanted it to be a part in a film that a woman was actually the lead of. And so we were thinking of films, and Wonder Woman was just coming out that year. Yeah. And uh, so we said, Wonder Woman. And I said, as I always do, can we do a samba to that? And you went, yeah, probably. Okay. (laughs) We'll
0: make it work somehow. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And then what, what happens is, again, for people listening, Kevin goes on to a WhatsApp group of which he has 27,000 different ones to whoever's in charge and said, can we do Wonder Woman? They said, yes. And that was that. Yeah. And then, so we arrived in a small room in Glasgow. Whilst I was filming a uh, TV show and you taught me the Wonder Woman samba. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it was good because that was the second week in a row I hadn't had to wear heels. Again, if you watch, I'm wearing Flat boots, because I, I didn't want to wear anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's right, yeah. Yeah, you put your flat boots.
1: Which I've still got upstairs, because they were oh, yeah. custom made for me. So I've got, yeah, so last Halloween, Lee and I dressed up. I'd put on my Wonder Woman costume, and Lee put on my uh, top hat and a wee moustache, and we sat in the living room and said, you know, Kevin, no one came round, and we just sat, <laughs> <to them. laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. I was dressed
2: I as that. Wonder
1: Woman. I was I, I was dressed as Wonder Woman for hours, and nobody came to the door. Anyway, so this was the one that really frightened me because I I saw the costume, and my God, Vicky and the costume people bought a costume. It's amazing. Mm but this is when I started thinking are people laughing at me is this am i am i a joke at this point right. will i be a joke at this point will i be voted out am i going to be a laughing stock and you had to give me some serious words and i i still think it's a ter- it's terrific what the what the design people did as well if you look at that actual performance Mm. Everything from the SC on the floor to—I mean, yeah. everything is beautiful Fantastic. that they did for
0: that. Yeah. The the effect at the beginning, like you're spinning into the into the shot,
1: amazing, yeah, amazing. And it was extraordinary to do. It really was. It was such a lot of fun. Um, I mean, let's face it. My how many types of bounce are there meant to be in a samba? <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to get anyway, shot for not knowing the answer to that. Yeah. But I don't know.
1: I, 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 had, I had about one type of bounce, but it was fun and it was entertaining and it was, ha- it was movie week and it was fantastic. So, what, was our, what were our scores,
0: Kevin? We got Susan and Kevin four, five, five, six. So,
1: by this point, Bruno started to work me out Right, yeah. and he's given me a six. He yeah. started to work me out of it. Um, and I love Bruno, I think he's absolutely fantastic. And I think by this point, he started to think, okay, this is okay. I, can, I get this. <laughs> so everyone's all dressed up. That was a tough show, if you recall. I there, was some, there was some tough marking that show.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does look pretty um, good while I'm looking at
1: it. Yes, there was some low marking. Chizzy had gone, we're there. Now, this was the first week. It was me and Richard, the last two. And I remember saying to you, that's us, we're gone. Because Richard had done Flash Gordon and he's Richard and he's lovely.
2: Yeah.
1: And I thought, well, that's embarrassing. I'm dressed as Wonder Woman and I'm off. (laughs) And then they said we were through. Because, of course, and again, to people listening, we do not know what the votes are.
0: No. We do not know. Not at any point in the series. Do we have any idea how the voting's going?
1: We do not know whether or not we're in the bottom two, but we're the top public. We have no idea what is happening with any of that at all. There is not a hint of it. Um, and then we were okay, and it was uh, Richard had the dance off uh, with
0: Simon and Karen.
1: Simon, Simon and Karen. And Richard left. And again. I was, I was absolutely shocked because I thought Richard was going to, you know, yeah. people would love him and everything else. And again, you get a real fright at that point. You think, my God, nobody is safe in this competition.
2: Yeah.
1: And it was, it, it, Wonder Woman is still incredible. And I remember uh, being outside Euston Station on the Sunday morning, <coughs> excuse me, being outside Euston Station on the Sunday morning and two wee girls coming up to me and doing the Wonder Woman salute And it was just beautiful. Oh. so. Yeah. Um, And as I say, I've still got the costume upstairs and I put it on at Halloween and no one comes around, but it's fine. (laughs) So we're not scoring very well, Kevin, though. I think it's fair to say, are we?
0: We're getting low scores, but I feel like we're entertaining. But then... Yes. But then we get through and week four happens. Now this when we talk about our collaboration week four this was your idea to do this song we were doing we knew we'd be doing quick step on week four and you suggested that we do bring me sunshine uh because it was your wedding song yes it was my first dance at my wedding first dance at your wedding yeah bring me sunshine uh, so i, I thought that would be a great idea and and obviously Bring Me Sunshine was sort of um, famously sung by Morecambe and Wise. So I wanted to do like a little bit of a nod to Morecambe and Wise. Actually, so on this one, if you remember originally, because it's back and forth with the creative, with the dance team, their original idea, they were happy with the song, their original idea was that we did like a garden, we were like gardening or growing vegetables or something. That's right, yes. To do, like competing allotments or something and and we would come out watering our garden, and they'd have an effect, like, bringing it up from the ceiling, they would pick it up so, like, a flower grows, or a vegetable grows. Yeah. Or, or something like, that, like, yep. and like, that was the concept. We were, like, competing gardeners in, like, dungarees or something. That was the original thing. But then, I don't know, I think we just said, like, I, I don't hate the idea, it's kind of fun, but we've done three weeks in a row of fun, 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 ideas how about we just do straight down the middle like you in a ballroom dress me in a tail suit and the fun bit we can do like a little nod to Morecambe and Wise um but let's do something let's show that we're not just about that like that we can also do a a ballroom dance
1: and I was I was conscious of the fact that I thought my time was running out and that if I was going to leave I wanted to do at least one dance in a ballroom dress and you tails so that that um, that we'd had one proper dance, if if you know what I mean. Yeah. That if I was going to go out, I wanted to make sure that I'd done one of the the proper, strictly kind of ballroom dances with a, you know, you and your tails and all of that kind of stuff. And so we said we wanted to do it really simply, and there was no gimmicks at all. Really, that we had the top hat and this the cane, but there was no messing about. There was. Oh. You know, I had minimal makeup, minimal hair. It was just very simple, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. And we went flat out, like with the choreography, like flat out quick step. Um, so like energetic, like didn't hold back on any of that. Um, and again, like I remember, I remember as being exhausted, just practicing that routine. Yeah. You kept saying that, let's do it again, let's do it again. Yeah. Do it again. There's me trying to. Trying to pretend like yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> um
1: But that's the that's the place where we had the most fun. There's clips of us. I remember they did a compilation of me laughing because we did and I still remember it, starting your left, I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, join together. Sprint, basically, sprint. Yeah. And I we kept every time we tried to do that, I kept laughing. Because it was just, it was just stupid. It was just stupid because I kept on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, but right off. The <laughs> but I remember we both decided if we wanted to do a quick step that was genuinely quick. You yeah. know, we really wanted to, yeah. and I—that's the one we we closed that show. Yeah, which Good. was terrifying because you have to wait all the time. And I remember again, the live audience is so important in Strictly, actually. And you don't know at home because you can feel them. You can feel them. Yeah. And uh, we set off sprinting, and as soon as we set off sprinting, you heard them go. Whoo-whoo!
0: Yeah, yeah. There's Went that trip. noise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: And then you had the inspired thing of doing the Markham and Wise at the end, which is the yes. famous Markham and Wise dance that he did. And that was you that did that. And I remember as soon as we, so we'd done it, and it was a great dance and everything else like that. I make a slight mistake in one of the bits, but let's not worry. And we do the little bit of rock and roll and I knew we were coming to the end and we stop and we it, and the audience just
0: Yeah, yeah. The audience were really was, loud.
1: Yeah. And that was the week my parents came, if you recall. Yeah. Because it turns out old people can book their own train tickets because I didn't want them to come. <laughs> um, and they arrived. And my, <coughs> I think my dad cried from start to finish.
2: No. Which, yeah.
1: Anyway, so that was, I think, one of the best moments of, of Strictly for me. Yeah. Was finishing that dance, and it was great, wasn't
0: it? It was, it was one of it's still one of, one of my of my seven years on Strictly. It's one of my favorite dances. Like it's just, yeah. it was so. It felt so joyous, and yeah, people still say to me like, "Oh, I remember that dance. Like I, it's so joyous watching that." And and people say to me like, whenever I'm whenever I'm feeling a bit down or something, I'll put that dance on that "Bring Me Sunshine" dance yeah. with Susan. And and I do it sometimes, like just now because it, it's so feel good. Like it, it I don't know, it just brings me so much happiness, um, that dance. Me and you were having a great time and Yeah. And we we really we really tried our best with it, like to, to deliver a, a, a great Oh quick absolutely
1: step. a proper quick step. A proper yeah. quick step. We tried so hard to do a proper yeah. quick step. And there's a point where I remember again if you watch it, I had to, I have to uh, stop and drag my leg and I, so tra- I tried to do everything absolutely right in yes. it um, I really did because I wanted this to be perfect you know yeah. um, and so I think we really tried to get the dance right the music was perfect the outfits were lovely what did we score Kevin?
0: We got two sevens and two eights seven seven eight eight so such a- it was a massive jump From what we were getting before, from the like three and what did we get? What did I say? We got four, five, five, six the week before.
2: Yeah,
0: and we had three the week before that. Like, and then suddenly seven, seven, eight, eight, closing the show. Like, yes, I I can remember us just walking out, just feeling like superstars, don't we? We We're like that. That not have gone better. I was so no,
1: it it, it absolutely couldn't have gone better, and. It was incredible, because the the thing is that you never know, when you open or close a show, you never know whether or not that's a good thing in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that was great. I think at that point, I thought, given the other scores, we were probably okay to the next week.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought, surely we're not going home on this.
1: And then the next week was...
0: The next week, we went into... Cha-cha-cha oh which is notoriously the dance that i don't like on strictly
1: oh well you're not you're not alone there kevin
0: <laughs> no but i'm starting to wonder if it's me because none of anyone that i've danced with on strictly doesn't like cha-cha and i really don't like cha-cha so i don't know if i'm just like giving off a real horrible vibe about cha-cha from the start Luke,
1: i found this the most difficult dance this was another bit where you said, don't bother with the straight legs, Susan, Craig will hate you anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> the other reason why I didn't like it was I'd seen other competitors struggling with it. Um, mm. There's another competitor who I won't name, who, if you recall, had a really difficult time with the cha-cha. Yeah. We watched the the dress rehearsal and it was... Uh, it
0: wasn't their dance. It
1: did it wasn't their dance. Yeah. And a lot of people who'd done the chatter had really struggled with it. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, God, this is it. This is the dance of death. This is going to be the one. And it was a great song, Little Mix. Shout out to your ex. I think that was my suggestion because I liked the song.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't have been mine because I don't think I, I really knew a, like, a Little Mix very, very well. <laughs> Idiot.
1: <laughs> and we uh, this was quite this was quite uh, prop heavy uh, yeah. you were my best friend coming to console me after I'd been dumped and I tore up a picture of Craig Revel Horwood. I seem yeah. to recall
2: yeah.
1: because if you remember and this is important I won Craig Ground because when I was dressed as Wonder Woman I ran across and kissed him on Kiss the cheek him. if you recall yeah and so I ripped up a picture. I did the dance. We threw some pizza about the place. Yeah. I did not enjoy. I hurt my knee mm. halfway through it yeah. because I wasn't used to the twisting motion. And it was—it's probably my least favorite dance that we did because I just didn't. I didn't. I don't have the Latin rhythm, Kevin.
0: But well, do you remember how we were trying to uh, find the rhythm? You know, there was like. Yeah, them that you had to hit, <laughs> and we started yeah. putting words to it uh, so that you yeah, can remember like how it went. It was Susan Kalman is an awesome mm-hmm. dancer. Mm-hmm. Kevin Clifton. Kevin era. Clifton. <laughs> yeah. And it was a
1: it was a it was a rude word.
0: A naughty word. Because
1: there's a bit there's a bit if you're watching it where I have to kind of uh, dance round and I couldn't couldn't get it so we started doing it towards. Uh hopefully I didn't mouth them on the television because some of them were quite rude. <laughs> but I was in a spangly outfit, my hair was all fancy. Um but I I, I didn't I, I didn't feel the cha cha. It wasn't my favourite dance. And I recall our scores weren't fantastic for that one and Craig didn't enjoy it.
0: We got I don't there seem to be only three judges on this week. Was Bruno away? Must have been Bruno away. We got four five seven. So four from Craig from Craig, but then a seven from Shirley, I guess. Well yeah. Shirley Shirley knows away. talent
1: when she sees it. That's the thing. Shirley recognizes Dan's yeah, yeah, talent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was nervous that week because I didn't think it was particularly. I think we were dancing midway through the show or early in the show, <clears throat> which can be difficult.
2: Halfway through.
1: Yeah. I was worried that week. I was very worried that week
0: about us. Yeah, and I just hate cha cha. I just, hate I, just I, I never quite know how to go about it on strictly. I always think that when people look back at like, <coughs> you know, what's your favourite dance on ever on Strictly? Or when, you know, a DVD comes out for Christmas of all of Len's favourites or whatever. (laughs) It's like, I I just don't think anyone's favourite is ever Chacha. Like, I I can't think of one that's like... I think Alicia Dixon did a great Chacha. Apart from Um, that...
1: The one Chacha in our series that I really liked was uh, Jeanette and um, Aston did a Trolls one. Do you remember they they did a Chacha?
0: Right, yeah, and that yeah, was
1: yeah. that was yeah, that was good. I mean it was it was it was, it was Aston for goodness sake. Yeah, yeah. Incredible to watch. Yeah. But they did a great cha cha, I think. Um <coughs> but ours, ours is not ranked in the great strictly cha cha's of all <laughs> <old> time.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's again why why I, I tried to like heavily storyline it as well. Like we talked a lot about we'd reference like Bridget Jones, that all by myself scene where she sat. Yep you know crying over a breakup and eating a tub of ice cream and you know we wanted that like in the pajamas kind of thing and then we're like it'd be great in yeah. pajamas but also we want you to look good in a latin dress and, and all of that yes that's why we had, had you in like this it was one of the strictly dressing gowns wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah. Yeah. big strictly dressing gown that, that you would get rid of that to reveal your dress underneath um, yeah that was the whole sort of concept and the ripping up the, the picture of Craig and, and off we go and then chaos yeah. at the end we just wanted chicken and pizza and ice cream and glitter yeah. and let everything flying all over the place jumping over the couch
1: um,
0: yeah I, I we was through. worried
1: that week though I was yeah. worried that week yeah very worried that week
2: but we got through I
1: knew we got through we got through um, but I was I was concerned because I just thought, from my point of view, I didn't think I I didn't connect with the dance, and I found it incredibly um, uh, airy fairy there. But I didn't connect with it. I remember most of my dances on Strictly, and I can do bits of most of them. That one, Nah.